I'm Tyler Klein, and this is a special edition of Modern Notebook from April 12th, 2020, that's been reformatted for on-demand streaming at WSMR.org. Some of the pieces that originally aired in this episode have been excluded from the streaming version due to licensing restrictions. I've included links to those pieces, so you can still listen to them, on our show notes page for this episode. Well, right now is an extremely strange and difficult time to be a musician. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, basically every live performance for the foreseeable future has been canceled. And because of that, the livelihoods and work of so many of those people have been totally disrupted. So for the show tonight, I've put together what I'm calling a modern notebook marathon. I'll share 23 pieces from composers and performers whose livelihoods have been affected by the pandemic. And admittedly, this is such a small, tiny fraction of the people who have been affected at this time. I really don't know a single musician whose life hasn't been affected by COVID-19. I'll also be sharing ways that you can support uh, the artists and their work directly, whether that's buying their album, sheet music, or just listening to more of their music. So do stay with us. We begin this show with the music of Anthony Joseph Landman, performed by pianist Holly Rodefelt. Landman is an active and passionate musician that divides his time between composing, performing, teaching, and advocacy for new classical music. He says the music of Hildegard has always amazed and inspired him, not just her music, but all of the things she was able to write, build, and accomplish in an age when women were completely oppressed. This is Landman's musical homage to the great composer. Pianist Holly Rodefelt here performing Anthony Joseph Landman's homage a Hildegard of Bingen.
Music by Anthony Joseph Landman. His homage, A Hildegard of Bingen, performed by pianist Holly Rodefelt. You can show your support of Landman by, by visiting uh, his SoundCloud page and listening to more of his music. That's soundcloud.com slash Anthony Landman. This is a modern notebook marathon. I'm your host, Tyler Klein, coming up soon. Uh, the trio Sputterbox with music by Bethany Young. Well, the Heartland Marimba Quartet is North America's premier classical marimba quartet and the primary performing ensemble of Heartland Marimba, a 501c3 organization dedicated to developing and disseminating uh, classical marimba art music in both academic and community contexts. Here's the group performing the first movement of Alex O'Fali's work for marimba, a work the Heartland Marimba Quartet has deemed their symphony for marimba quartets and draws influence from the composer's Hungarian heritage. Thank you. 
Heartland Marimba Quartet performing the first movement, Allegro Con Vivo, of Alex Ofali's piece for Marimbas. Heartland Marimba Quartet has a new album called Vision, available on all streaming platforms, and you can purchase it on their website, heartlandmarimbaquartet.com. This is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9, streaming at WSMR.org. Well, clarinet, voice, and percussion might seem like an unlikely combination, but the group Sputterbox brings these three instruments together masterfully, and they are committed to performing and commissioning pieces involving sound, theater, movement, visual art, and improvisation. That includes this next work by Bethany Young, who is currently pursuing her DMA in music composition at Columbia University in New York City. In her work, Double Speak, Young separates words into individual sounds in the vocal line, and uses the clarinet to imitate and interact with these vocal sounds while the percussionist interrupts and shapes them. This is a live recording of the piece from March 6th of 2020, Sputterbox, performing Double Speak by Bethany Young.
Sputterbox performing a piece called Double Speak by Bethany Young. You can find Sputterbox all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and of course their website, sputterbox.com. And they are worth checking out because right now they have an ongoing project called Sputter Shrinks the Box. It's a collaborative project where composers from around the world write one-minute compositions that Sputterbox then records separately while they are in lockdown due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It's a project designed so they can keep playing together, keep composers writing, and to share music with everyone in their homes. You can watch the videos of these brand new works on Sputterbox's social media channels, and you can support the project with a donation to their Venmo, and proceeds are split with all the composers writing for the trio. You're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. We're online at WSMR.org. I'm Tyler Klein. Glad to have you here for this special marathon edition of the show. Award-winning composer Fabio Massimo Capogrosso is one of Italy's most promising talents and is currently in residence at La Toscanini. The next work, commissioned by the group Strings and Hammers, a violin, double bass, and piano trio, explores the percussive nature of the three instruments. This is uh, a recording from the world premiere performance of the piece uh, at the 2016 Madrid Contemporary Music Festival. Strings and Hammers, performing the first movement of three movements for Strings and Hammers by Fabio Massimo Capogrosso. Thank you. 
the first movement of Fabio Massimo Capogrosso's Three Movements for Strings and Hammers, performed by the group Strings and Hammers. You can check out all the things that Capogrosso has going on by visiting his site, FabioMassimoCapogrosso.it. Glad to have you here for this special edition of Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and on the show tonight, the composers and performers I'm sharing uh, truly make up just a minuscule fraction of the number of musicians being affected by this global pandemic. A modern Notebook is the best way that I could think of uh, to use my own resources and platform to bring attention to these artists, uh, but there are much bigger or- organizations having a much bigger impact, especially financially at this time, and you can support artists by donating to relief funds from several organizations. One organization with a growing relief fund is New Music USA with their New Music Solidarity Fund. More than 100 artists, arts leaders, and professors in the field have announced the New Music Solidarity Fund, an initiative that aims to grant emergency funding to musicians impacted by COVID-19. When this fund was announced a few weeks ago, more than $130,000 had been pledged, with donations coming first from musicians, composers, and others from the new music community wishing to show their solidarity solidarity, uh, for those who they know to be suffering. The New Music Solidarity Fund will distribute at least $260,500 emergency assistance grants and will be administered by the team at New Music USA, and all donations are fully tax-deductible, through their 501c3 status. You can donate to uh, the fund by visiting newmusicusa.org. And by the way, I have links to multiple funds on our website, wsmr.org. Just search for uh, Modern Notebook. Well, Aidan Ramsey is a Boston-based composer most interested in the manipulation of perceived space or the way listeners hear music as taking place in an imagined room. He teaches music theory at the Community Music Center of Boston, Ramsey describes his work Hololite as being built around colors and timbres that he associates with the imagery implied by the piece's title. In this case, the composer creates a sense akin to seeing a small series of small uh, uh, blurry lights emerging out of total darkness. This is the ensemble Corvus performing Hololite by Aidan Ramsey.
Hollow Light by Aidan Ramsey, performed by the Ensemble Corvus. And the best way that you can support the composer during this time is by requesting sheet music from him via email. That's AidanCRamsey at gmail.com. This is a special edition of Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. The next work is by Melissa Dunphy, a composer who specializes in political, vocal, and theatrical music and is based in Philadelphia. She's currently working on commissions from Experiments in Opera and Oberlin Opera, which she very much hopes will go forward. The text and thematic material in this music is taken from one of the O Antiphones, uh, Gregorian chants usually sung around Advent, but the message is far more universal, a plaintive call in our darkest hour for light in the form of love, knowledge, and peace. This is uh, O Arians by Melissa Dunphy, performed by the singers, conducted by Matthew Culleton.
Orions, music by Melissa Dunphy. That was Matthew Culleton conducting The Singers here on Modern Notebook. Uh, Melissa Dunphy, of course, is a phenomenal composer, but she's also co-host of a podcast that has nothing to do with music, The Bog House, which details her real-life archaeology adventures after her and her husband uh, bought a magic theater and found thousands of artifacts from the 1700s underneath. You can find it wherever you get podcasts, and that's uh, a great way that you can show support uh, to Melissa Dunphy. This is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is uh, the second half of a Modern Notebook marathon highlighting work by artists whose livelihoods have been disrupted by the COVID-19 crisis. A spectrum of music on the way this hour, a piece uh, for Korg Monotron Synthesizer and Orchestra, as well as music composed for double bass and percussion, and a whole lot more. So stay with us. Well, Brian Michael Wysocki is an Atlanta-based composer and percussionist who creates music that interacts with other creative disciplines, such as poetry, prose, theater, and visual arts. His work, Tapestry, is a kaleidoscopic piece for speaking marimbist, where the performer can weave together the different sections based on the yearly seasons. This excerpt is from the Spring Snapshot and Spring Chorale, performed by marimbist Anthony Martinez.
Music by Brian Michael Wysocki, an excerpt from his piece Tapestry, featuring marimba soloist Anthony D. Martinez. And you can support the composer's work by visiting his website, brianwysocki.com. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1, 103.9. We are streaming at WSMR.org. This next piece by Jonathan Howard Katz is inspired by artwork by Regina Guerrero. Katz is a composer and pianist based in Brooklyn. As founder and artistic director of Periapsis Music and Dance, he's pioneered close interdisciplinary collaboration with a range of choreographers, and he has a wide and varied output of solo, chamber, and vocal works. The painting, his music, this next piece is based on, is titled Vida Amor Libertad and shows figures dancing in the foreground while the uh, text of the title repeats on a loop behind them. Musically, Katz says he began by looking at details here and there before stepping back to take in the full breadth of the image with its excitement and movement. This is the first movement from three sketches on paintings by Regina Guerrero by Jonathan Howard Katz, featuring flutist Ellen Huntington, clarinetist Sunshine Simmons, violinist Austin Woolleyman, cellist Jocelyn Butler, and pianist Daniel Pesca. first movement of Jonathan Howard Katz's three sketches on paintings by Regina Guerrero. Featuring flutist Ellen Huntington, clarinetist Sunshine Simmons, violinist Austin Woolleyman, cellist Jocelyn Butler, and pianist Daniel Pesca. And you can find out more about the composer and purchase sheet music of his scores on his site, jonathanhowardkatz.com. That's K-A-T-Z.
This is Modern Notebook, continuing with our special marathon show. Chris Opperman is a composer who teaches music composition at Montclair State University in New Jersey. This next work from him, called Owl Flight, is from his yet-to-be-released album called Chamber Music from Hell. Opperman provides the following short program notes about the piece. In the darkest hours, silent wings whisper secrets you cannot escape. This is the New Jersey Percussion Ensemble performing Owl Flight by Chris Opperman.
Chris Opperman's Owl Flight. That was the New Jersey percussion ensemble performing. And while that new album is not released quite yet, you can check out Chris Opperman's back catalog on Spotify. You're tuned to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. We're streaming at WSMR.org. I'm your host, Tyler Klein, and thanks so much for joining me for this special edition of the show. Well, Canadian composer, guitarist, and arranger Andrew Noseworthy's work creates a place for unheard musical voices. His music addresses the accepting and rejecting of locality, drawing from experiences of isolation within his hometown of Labrador West, the tight-knit community of St. John's, Newfoundland, and expansive scenes in New York City. Noseworthy's Concerto for Korg Monotron is a three-movement work for orchestra and micro-synthesizer soloist that addresses and comments upon the typical soloist and ensemble roles in the concerto form. As the piece progresses, these distinct roles become progressively blurred, with this second movement here representing the midway point between noticeably separate soloist ensemble roles and the integration of the micro-synthesizer within the ensemble's texture. This is soloist Louis Pino performing the second movement, Interlude and Adagio, of Andrew Noseworthy's Concerto for Korg Monotron. Gregory O conducts the National Youth Orchestra of Canada.
The second movement, Interlude Adagio, from the Concerto for Korg Monotron by Andrew Noseworthy. That was Korg Monotron soloist Louis Pino joining the National Youth Orchestra of Canada, Gregory O. Conducted. You can support the composer's work by visiting his website, that's anmusiccomposer.com, and he is also co-founder of an independent record label, and their releases can be found at peopleplacesrecords.bandcamp.com. I'm Tyler Klein, and this is a Modern Notebook Marathon on Classical WSMR, sharing music by artists whose work has been disrupted by the COVID-19 crisis, and letting you know about ways that you can support those artists directly. Of course, this is a small, small fraction of the musicians who have been affected by the pandemic, so I also want to share other ways that you can support artists at this time, including Artist Relief Tree. Uh, Performances and productions have been canceled for months, uh, causing many artists to lose economic and social stability. So Artist Relief Tree has set up a fund to collect donations from those of us with the means to help. They intend to uh, support artists, particularly freelance artists, in a small way. Art says that while they cannot hope to replace artists' entire fees or lost work, they do wish to provide hope make a small difference, and show solidarity with colleagues and friends. As of just a week or so ago, the fund has just over $300,000 raised for artists, and you can donate by visiting artistrelieftree.com, and I'll have that link up as well as others on our website uh, of places you can go to donate and support artists in general. 
Well, hailed by gramophones Donald Rosenberg as a vivid pianist, Holly Rodefelt frequently advocates for eclectic programming and creative pedagogical approaches. Her debut solo album, The Preludes Project, includes Chopin's Opus 28 Preludes, as well as Kirk O'Riordan's 26 Preludes. And uh, those, uh, those performances demonstrate her dedication to mix newly composed music with established masterpieces. Composer Rasa Dacus wrote her piece Glistenality for Holly Roadfelt in 2017. And although Rasa and Holly have never met, this piece is the first work for a lovely co- collaboration between the composer and pianist. This is Glistenality by Rasa Dacus performed by pianist Holly Rodefeld. Thank you. 
Glistenality by Rasa Dacus, performed by pianist Holly Rodefelt. Uh, Rodefelt has two albums out right now, The Preludes Project, with solo piano music by Kirk O'Riordan and Frederick Chopin, and her latest release, Autumn Winds, with solo and chamber music by O'Riordan. You can support Rodefelt by visiting her website. Check out those CDs at hollyrodefelt.com. Next, a movement from what was initially part of an interdisciplinary work co-created by Gloria Yehalevsky called The Minister of Loneliness. Yehalevsky is an international percussionist who has appeared in transmedia, cross-disciplinary and traditional settings, as a soloist and collaborative musician. Her work is consistently rooted in the philosophy that music is communication and it includes improvisation, composition, and education. This is a movement from a work she co-created with animator Shi Yi Li uh, on mental health and a series of difficult stories and experiences Yehalevsky wanted to share from her life. She says that the music here is about a time when an older lady saw her eat a chocolate egg and directly said to her, you're not watching your figure, are you? And the composer took this line, also the title of the movement, and turned it into a rhythm that appears in the piece. This is the third movement of Gloria Yalevsky's Minister of Loneliness called You're Not Watching Your Figure, Are You? with double bassist Aisling Riley and the composer Gloria Yalevsky performing on percussion.
Double bassist Aisling Riley and percussionist Gloria Halewski performing one of her own works. Uh, the third movement of Minister of Loneliness, You're Not Watching Your Figure, Are You? And you can check out more of Gloria Halewski's music and show some support by visiting GloriaYMusic.com. This is a special edition of Modern Notebook, a marathon. I'm your host, Tyler Klein, uh, bringing attention to artists whose work has been disrupted by the COVID-19 crisis. Well, Tucker Johnson is a composer, performer, and improviser currently based in State College, Pennsylvania, and his musical practice extends between electronic and acoustic mediums with works for soloists, ensembles, and fixed media. He's also a native of Tampa Bay. His work Co, a name derived from Co-Prime, is a collection of short movements originally premiered at the inaugural Dot the Line New Music Festival in Seoul, South Korea. The earliest sketches of the work were made of segmented number lines. This is the second movement from Tucker Johnson's Co, titled Eleven, with alto saxophonist Doug O'Connor joining pianist Unmi Ko. Music by Tucker Johnson from his piece Co. That was the second movement titled Eleven, featuring alto saxophonist Doug O'Connor and pianist Unmi Ko. And you can check out the entire piece on Tucker Johnson's SoundCloud page. Finally on the show tonight, music by San Diego-based composer Kyle Rowan. Rowan is a composer of mostly acoustic chamber music that explores intersections between music and interactive narrative design. This solo piano work of his, The Prelude, is the title track from his hypertext opera, Not Quite a Sunset. It is closely associated with the protagonist, Dr. Sarah Reyes, a scientist on an extrasolar space station, as she finds herself slipping between reality and a vivid dream world. This is pianist Kyle Adam Blair performing The Prelude from Kyle Rowan's Not Quite a Sunset. Thank you. 
prelude from Kyle Rowan's Not Quite a Sunset, performed by pianist Kyle Adam Blair. You can find out more about the composer and support his work by visiting his website, penguinmanmusic.com. I'm Tyler Klein, and that's it for this edition, this special edition of Modern Notebook. Thanks for tuning in, and big thanks to the composers and performers who shared their music with me to share with you. I wanted to let you know I have links for ways that you can support these artists featured on the show tonight uh, up on our website, wsmr.org, as well as links to some artist relief funds. Also, some of the pieces uh, that didn't make it into this streaming version of the show uh, were truly some of my favorites from the lineup. Uh, We couldn't put them in due to licensing restrictions, but I've got links to those so you can still listen to them on uh, the webpage as well. And you can hear Modern Notebook every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on Classical WSMR 89.1 in Sarasota, 103.9 FM in Tampa, and streaming online at WSMR.org.